yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is Hecabor. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. Hey, you're listening to Stand Up Dads. This is Rob. And Mike. Fuck, what episode are we? I don't know. 72? <laughs> Last week, thank you for letting us indulge ourselves with the uh, music episode. That was fun to do. I don't know uh-huh. if you listen to. <laughs> <laughs> my songs, I like, my favorite part of the whole thing was like, I now I know why you're single. <laughs> <laughs> So if you don't know like, what I'm talking about. I'm like, hey, yeah. oh, he's, he's right. right. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, pause here and listen to last week's. <laughs> but something's been bugging me since we recorded that. Oh, okay. And what is it? I forgot the best song ever that okay. popped up in there. It was Nick sent me this last week. And it's this little girl and it's <laughs> gone viral. And I cannot get this fucking song out of my head. She's a uh, hit maker. She is, and the, well, uh-huh. the song is called "I Wonder What's Inside Your Butthole." And if you're going, what the hell? Here's a here's a take online. Hang on. If you go this week without having that in your head all week, you're dead inside because <laughs> it's a cute little kid and she actually has musical ability. Obviously, that was all, you know, mixed after. Yeah, yeah. But she's actually got some musical ability, man. She's definitely but. got the um, lyric writing down. <laughs> Maybe there's astronauts. <laughs> I would think it would probably be the dad. That's awesome. Helped. Who knows? No, um, I, I bet it's, I could totally see it being that they just took it and added to it because, I mean, I remember there was one when my niece was little that she made up a song. I, I must have it somewhere though. It was awesome. It was a whole thing about, you know, staying out of my room. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> she was like little so i mean I, I could totally see the kid doing it you know i'll That's post so a cool. link to it so that you can get it in your head and it's in my and i i've i've decided not to show it to owen <laughs> <laughs> i'd rather hear owen and Oli see if we can have them like task them what come up with their own song you know yeah um, but I gotta do. I have to bring up that last night when we were playing Magic Online. That yeah. was fantastic. Yep. Owen came in, and I just loved how it sounded because <laughs> Owen just pops up, and we're playing, and and he's like, "Dad, am I too young to get a tattoo?" <laughs> and you're, like, you're like, "Yes, you are." And he's like, "All right," and leaves. <laughs> and that just killed me. I was like, "I love that," and I wanted to yeah. know. 
what tattoo did you ever get to ask him like what tattoo did you want to get no he already wrote on his arm with a marker oh and what was it what did he write it was just a couple of circles oh okay so he's got some idea see what what you got to tell him is yeah but you gotta come up with something show me what you're gonna get and what then we have to approve it i don't well it's funny because i told him because i got all my tattoos when i was like 19 Mm-hmm. Maybe 19 and 20. Yeah. And he asked me about them and he says, why did you get tattoos? And I said, ah, I was, you know, I wasn't very smart and I made some bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And now we go out in public, he'll see someone covered up in tattoos and go, daddy, look, that person has tattoos. They weren't very smart. <laughs> <laughs> they made bad decisions. And I'm like, shh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, do you think that all tattoos are bad? Like I, no. what I always figure is, I just never know what I want to get and I'll be all right with forever. But I see some people that have like, like even my friend Matt's got some that are his art on him. Sure. And, you know, that some people could pull it off where the sleeves are friggin' awesome. And then yeah. I look at it where I'm like, you know, I'm just an overthinker. I'm like, yeah. am I going to make it through the pain or I'm going to, am I going to have a halfway done one and say I'm good yeah. <laughs> or, or I'll end up doing it and then going, Oh, I'm so just glad. stupid. Yeah. No, I got like four and I'm glad I can cover all of them if I have to. So it's not a big deal because I just, we talked about this in an older show, but yeah. you know, thankfully one of my buddies that I was hanging out with at the time went nuts and just started, you know, he shaved his head and put an eagle on the back of his head that went ear to ear. And that made me go, Oh, is that what I'm going to be doing if I don't watch it? So I was done. Anyway, well, we're not here talking about buttholes or tattoos. We're going to indulge ourselves again. Uh, don't worry, there's no clips. We're talking about movies we wish our kids would see when they're older. Not now. Yeah, well, some are. The, some I, I have are ones that are yeah. uh, or okay now. Like that, the, I want, the, yeah. that I want them to appreciate when they're older, I guess. Yes, yeah. Like, I saw Princess Bride with my kid for the first time last week. Yeah. And... He liked it, but I don't think he, you know, I wanted him to get more out of it. He's seven. He doesn't get it yet. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's one of those. Yes. I mean, stuff. I love that, Princess yeah. Bride. Yes. Yeah. My wife doesn't like it. So. I'm Why? Dropping. I'm working on the divorce now. <laughs> but uh, what is it about the Princess Bride she doesn't like? She doesn't is there... dislike it. She's like, yeah, it's all right. Oh. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. I but. I don't know. So what stood out for you as far as movies you want to pass on to your kid? Um, well, as I started to think of it, there's certain ones, you know, it's all over the place. One of the ones that just popped in my mind, though, that is like, I may show her this soon is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Like that to me is like one I remember as a kid is like mm-hmm. such a major thing where I thought, you know, once I was able to get even some of it, I just thought I was so like, oh, I'm so advanced in my humor, you know, and it got me into also Faulty Towers with John Cleese. And then, you know, when we were like, what, teenagers or right before like 13 or something, then Fish Called Wanda came out. So all that stuff, but Holy Grail, especially like, that's what I want to like break out now, I think, (laughs) and see how it goes, you know? Yeah. If I did that to my kid, I'd be disappointed. I didn't even bother bringing up Monty Python just because I knew it would be on yours. Well, he's seven, you know, it's like a little, um, I think it's a little early, like Oli's nine and a half, even now, I think she'll get a lot of it, you know, but 
I've done the mistake before on some other ones, like Star Wars. I showed that to her when she was real little, and now she thinks she watched them for the first time, really, with her mom and and her boyfriend. So I'm like, dang it, I showed it too early because it's like it doesn't matter if you have a picture to show them that you showed them you know, before, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I showed him, it too soon, you know? <laughs> yeah. I had him watch star Wars last year and I was disappointed. So you were although, disappointed in it. No, I was disappointed in his response to star Wars. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, and for me with the star Wars, I think empire strikes back and star Wars are the only two I really care that he watches. Totally. Except for the first 10 minutes of return. I still yeah. like the Jabba stuff, yeah. even though I'm still scarred with, Boba Fett. <laughs> that old bikini. That's all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, that whole beginning. Yeah. To me almost was like it's a it's a it's a cheat because yeah. I remember waiting for that movie and that intro with all that stuff was like so exciting. And so like this is everything I wanted. And then from Boba Fett onward was like, what the what's the rest of this movie? <laughs> like especially yep. the Vader stuff. I remember being so disappointed with the Vader stuff and then seeing that that's who's in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember even back then kind of laughing after what my brother like, man, it almost ruined it. That's why I pretend the third one's like doesn't exist yeah. all of it because it's like I don't want to think that's who's in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think for the side ones, I liked Rogue One. Yeah, that has some good stuff to it. Part of why I liked it, because, sorry, spoiler alert, is everyone died. Yeah. Uh, So there's no... Yeah. Because a lot of these stories, like people they should get rid of, they don't because there's an investment for future episodes. So. Yeah. Those Um, newer movies especially, like, I want them all to die. The, the brand new ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, we talked Kill them all. Kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I had to look up who the people were in the last one. I'm like, who is this guy again? And I just... You didn't That's so bad, him. right? Yeah. Where you're just like, oh, not these ones again. They're just like, I don't know. To me, they're fake characters because they're, mm-hmm. they're so bland that you... Like you said, you can't remember. <laughs> it was funny. I was looking through some stuff to see if I was forgetting stuff and I found a list of like top um science fiction movies yeah and they had the third um star wars movie not revenge not jedi but the third one with anakin and i was like (laughs) fuck you that is not one of the best sci-fi movies uh, i know a lot of people who love that and i'm like what that end that stupid frankenstein ending where he comes up and walk Walk like Frankenstein. Clunk, clunk. Where is Amadala? Whatever her name is, yeah. she's dead. Ah, no. <laughs> like, yeah. like, oh, this made it so much worse. Like, no, uh, just yeah. horror. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, he's way too young for horror movies now. Yeah. I, I was a tough. It was a toss-up for me between The Thing and Shining. Oh, okay. Because. I don't know. I mean, the thing was just freaky because you're like, where the fuck is it? Yeah. And Shining is more of a psychological buildup. Yeah. So hopefully he, you know, they're still around. I mean, because I realize when I'm saying this, it's like we're telling our kid, yeah, when you're older, you need to watch Marx Brothers, which is on my list. 
Yeah, yeah. But it'd be like, who the fuck are you? Just go away, you know, old man. That's why I think the way we're the only way to do it is to have them watch it with you, even if they don't want to. Mm-hmm. Like Mark's Brothers is definitely one of my top ones, and what I had to do with her because I just felt like I don't know. I I watched it as a kid, but yeah. it's kind of hard to watch the whole movie because they had all yeah. those musical parts that don't yeah. have them. So instead, I've introduced them basically so far just Harpo first, all the sure. clips of him, and get her to appreciate him. But like. I love those first six movies are mm-hmm. like they my favorites are probably Horse Feathers, mm-hmm. Duck Soup, Night at the Opera. Okay, you and uh, Monkey. Four of the six, so you can't Yeah. Well, things. those three well, there's <laughs> that's where they get where they yeah. just got like their best ones. They're like craziest and most, but you know, all of them, coconut the early ones, coconuts and animal crackers have some stuff in it that's yeah. just amazing to look at and see how cartoons were influenced from sure. them. But I still use stuff that I learned from those, like Groucho when <laughs> he asks one guy's like, uh, "What do you think about art?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I'm glad you asked me." And he's like, "I withdraw the question. This guy takes <laughs> things too seriously." <laughs> I've used that on people before, and you see, it's the same reaction that it did in the movie. We'll be like, uh-huh. "How rude! How rude!" I withdraw the question. They're like, "What?" <laughs> yep. Like I, I didn't actually want to talk that much about it. <laughs> I loved Groucho's double speak. He would just, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can't. There's no one like that right now. Um, I know, and I love that. Yeah, he was just so. They mixed like the verbal and the physical comedy so well. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. What I'm gonna take from that, you know? Yep. Well, another black and white movie that I had on there was Some Like It Hot. Oh, that's a great movie, it and that's Billy movie. Wilder. I love Billy Wilder. Now you get to see Marilyn Monroe when she was hot. Yes. Shit. No, I can't remember the guys. Uh, Curtis. Oh, Tony, Tony Curtis, Curtis and, and, uh, and Jack Lemmon, right? Thank you. Yeah. And yeah. Fuck. I mean, it was just so, and I'm sure at the time it was so scandalous to have dudes dressed up as chicks. Yep. Yep. And he, mm-hmm. he was one that I started to almost put like directors instead mm-hmm. of just, cause I'm like, I can't pick one movie cause Billy Wilder, I think, and I should have checked this before. I think he's Sunset Boulevard and I think. Not a clue. He might be all about eve too like he's written so many that he's just like one that's like there's other people i kind of put under directors like like hitchcock there's like rear window and rebecca and vertigo and there's just ones i remember being on tv when i was a kid and just like especially rear window like to me there's nothing better than that freaking scene where jimmy stewart is looking through his binoculars he sees Raymond Burr kill his wife and then Raymond Burr turns and sees him, you know? And you're just like, oh my God, that movie is so, just from that little couple of two seconds of scenes, you're like, the whole movie's torture. He's so good at that, you know? That's that's the stuff that I want her to pick up on, I think, you know? Totally. I could see us totally meandering. We want to do like a top 10 and do a countdown. Yeah. Mine are all over the place. I think we could just go back and forth. All right. So let's see. And this isn't necessarily in order. Yeah. But on there, I'd have to put usual suspects in there. Yes, that's a great one. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw that because I remember actually watching it going, this is boring. This is boring. (gasps) What the fuck just happened? Yes. And I have to watch it again. So yeah, spoil it, but I definitely want him to see that just to get him into the psychological stuff. Yeah. What do you got? Let's see. I mean, some of these I already have seen with her or she saw like, like we just talked about Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
is one of my favorites ever. Yep. And, and that's one thing with being divorced. So like that one, she really got to watch it with her mom and her mom's boyfriend more. But I still want, I'm just happy she's watched it. And I'm happy that she likes cool. that enjoyed it, you know, because that one to me is still like me and you saw it just a couple weeks yeah. ago. And it's, it's one of the movies that I thought I put under, like, you know, you have to forgive it for the time period for some of the effects and stuff. Sure. But overall, it's a, like a perfect movie to me for what it's supposed to be, yeah. you know, a serial, you know, where yep. the suspension of disbelief, you know, so you're going to watch Kramer versus Kramer with your kid. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna put like the saddest movies ever to bring like oh my god this yeah is no why, this is what i feel like when you watch raiders of lost ark with mommy <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome uh, all by myself <laughs> oh fuck me okay. and the cat staring at the door <laughs> but hey have fun <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll be here when you come back. One <laughs> is the loneliest number. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. So moving on from that, I'm going to go for my number nine as uh, Reservoir Dogs. Oh, that one's awesome. And I'm picking that over Pulp Fiction just because it's just a straight through one story. Yeah. Seeing people be, interact where, you know, in a desperate time. And that's where you get the truth, you know, a true being of somebody. Yeah. And you know, it was a low budget thing, but it was just, it's fucked up. It's ugly. But at the same time, I don't know. There was some truth to it. Yeah. Yeah. See, so your, your list has, cause I have certain ones that are just, I want to enjoy them with her. Um, and then I have some that are like that, where I would consider those just like great movies sure. that I want her to enjoy. Well, I want to enjoy them with them too, but I yeah. need to be around. Yeah. Because for me, I was having trouble even, like, that's why I started to put certain ones under a, a blanket one of, like, Disney. You know, sure. like, the Disney movies in general. Just well, you can the watch Jungle those Book. with her now. Yeah, but there's still ones I want her to appreciate. I guess she's seen them already, but The Jungle Book for me was a huge one as a kid. Mm -hmm. And I, I just love that one. But of newer ones of animated films, there's um, Spirited Away. And me and her watched that one, so... Yeah. And I'm glad that she loved it as much. Like to me, that one and The Incredibles and Toy Story are like, they're kind of all three perfect, perfect movies where you're like, God, there's no wasted frame in here. But Spirited sure. Away is definitely one more that has such like advanced themes that's a, a cool one to show them early because it has such a lot more sadness to it. Is it as bad as Watership Down? No, okay. no. So I'm not going to be pulling out like... Um, oh, bunnies. <gasps> yeah, know where, where the red fern grows. Yeah. <laughs> Old yeller. Yeah, let's watch some movies today. <laughs> We're going to create some memories. I didn't say if it was good memory. <laughs> I could have done without, that was one that they put on at our school, remember? No, which one? Red Fern Grows. I'm I remember them, hey, we got a movie for you. I was like, oh, yay, it's got dogs. I have a dog. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, <gasps> it like scarred me for yeah. like weeks. I'd hug my dog. I'd go home. <laughs> Don't try to save me from a Good. bear. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, shoot. Freaking movies. So sometimes I look back and I'm like, were those teachers sadistic or were they just like, 
like when I was Disney and said, oh, it should be fine. Yeah. Or they were like when I showed uh, Oli and the cousins Yellow Submarine, where it was like, we want to watch a movie. And I'm like, yeah, well, this is what I got. (laughs) Might be a bad idea, but oh, well, (laughs) hang on. I'll go get you your mushrooms. I could totally see it being like that, too, where they're like, oh, I thought I had another one, but here we go. Enjoy. (laughs) Like, so sad. Well, for my number eight, I actually had to combine a few because they all have a similar purpose. Yeah. And they were Full Metal Jacket, Saving Private Ryan, and Schindler's List. Nice. Nice. Mainly because I do not want my kid joining the military. Oh, I love that idea. So that he will see that, hey, yeah, there's glory and all that nonsense, but it's fucked up. Because I'll never forget watching Saving Saving Private Ryan. And the opening scene, I don't know if it's, what, 10 minutes? Oh, no. It yeah. It was just the most horrific yeah. uh, war battle scene. And yeah. I actually remember going, please make it stop. Please stop. I don't want to see this anymore. I don't, but yeah. I mean, the movie, but it was just, this is awful. I mean, you see a guy get his arm blown off and he's looking for it. Yeah. Because that's probably what you would do. Hey, I might need that. Yeah. Yeah. Full metal jacket. I mean, you can't beat the boot camp stuff. And I think that totally. should have been a movie in itself. Uh-huh. And then Schindler's List, you know, people are horrible, but there's good out of it too. So if he can get a message out of that, that war bad, I'll be very happy. Yes. Uh, oh. <laughs> What's funny is yours are like, I don't know. I have one setter for when she's older. Sure. I think I had focused more on, you know, ones that, we have watched now or starting to watch, but we're like, I really wanted to watch with her. Like, you know, the Marvel movies was kind of one for a long time. We were saying, oh, she's too little for him. And then sure. once she watched one of them, which I was super mad about, which is Thor Ragnarok. She watched yep. it at her cousin's. I was like, no, not Thor. <laughs> then <laughs> then that point on, I got her to get into him. And I, that's one thing I'm super happy about. So then we got to go watch those other ones together like Infinity War and Endgame. And, and it's actually been a gateway to get me to her to want me to read her the comics and her to start right. trying to read the comics. So yeah, for me, those are a cool one of the newer stuff though. So what do you have for eight? Hard to pick certain ones. I know like there's ones that I lumped together that were just like important ones when I was, when I was a kid. I don't know. I want to show her Jaws. Yeah. I want to show her, like I kind of put this under like Ackroyd Murray Ramis is like Ghostbusters and Blues sure. Brothers. And mm-hmm. I know you had like Caddyshack and Stripes. Like yeah. Ramis wrote on I all of those. Not Stripes. Yeah. yeah like that run of movies with those group of guys that were yeah. kind of like, you know, SCTV and Saturday Night Live. And Ramis like is the guy that runs along all of them. Mm-hmm. Like those ones for humor. Whereas Jaws is one, just a, another one that's almost like getting to see Spielberg with, it's like a Hitchcock type movie to, to like, you watch it, but then you want to watch it again to see how he paced it and how he framed it to get yep. you that stressed out, you know? Totally. Yeah, it's too bad. I'm just thinking about, I guess, I just saw something about Bill Murray. I guess he was regretting that he and Ramis didn't end on good terms. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Dang it. For seven, I had like silly comedies, uh, like Airplane and Blazing Saddles, both movies that you could never make today. Yes, yes. Good luck with. Yeah. The sheriff is a bong. You would yeah. never <laughs> get that today. And it was just truthful. I mean, that's how people were. I mean, it's yep. people still are. I mean, it's fucked. Yeah, that's another one that 
when I watched it when I was young, I was super happy to find like and shocked, didn't know it for a long time in the writers that um, Richard Pryor's in there as one of the writers. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And then another one is that movie, The Crudes from a few years back. Yeah. When you look at the writers, John Cleese shows up in there. So it's like that. some of the humor, you're like, oh, that's why it goes so dark, you know? And, yeah. and you can totally see how Pryor helped on that movie, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, those are the things I like to find. And I do try to get Olivia to pay attention to that in movies or even cartoons. I'm like, let's, like, look who wrote it. Let's look who did the art. Let's look at, same thing with books. Who, who did the illustrations? Who did the writing? Let's look at their names. When did it come out, you know? Yep. Uh, what do you got for seven? Well, I had put Mel Brooks by himself because I had put Blazing Saddles with like Young Frankenstein and the producers. I love the producers. That one's a great one. The original, Mm -hmm. the one that's got Gene Wilder. And I I have like Scorsese by himself. I have like, I, you know, I envision a day where we can sit and watch Goodfellas and Casino and Taxi Driver, you know, like all together. (laughs) I'm the only person I know that doesn't like Goodfellas. Oh my God! I love Goodfellas. How are you? <laughs> and I can tell you exactly what it is. Oh, what is it? Leota? Yeah, yeah. I hate him in that role because he's such a fucking idiot. And I know it's based on him. Like, yeah, everything is good, and you're fucking it up. Knock it off. Just stop doing what you're doing. It's like the movie. Um, did you ever see a Simple Plan? Oh yeah, yeah. I did see a Simple Plan. Yeah. <laughs> My blood pressure must have, I was probably close to having a stroke. I'm like, just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. And the whole time I'm like, this is all your fault. Just shut up. This is all your fault. Whatever bad happens, it's your goddamn fault. And that was the whole time with Leota. I'm like, you're stupid. You got a good life. Just fucking shut up and quit being an asshole. So the whole time I just can't get over it. It's like the Louis CK bit where he gets mad at the girls gone wild. It's like, put your shit back on and go back and study. There's a fucking recession on. That's hella funny because this thing that that shows that it's that particular actor that gets you because there's certain actors like my mom. No, it's not the actor. It's his character. Well, that's like two different movies, though, that like I don't remember that movie. So I don't remember if that movie's that great or not. But like he's good in Goodfellas, but that no, means his character drives you crazy. Well, it's like Fargo. <laughs> I know everyone loves Fargo. I hated Fargo because William H. Macy was such a fucking dipshit. See, that's the character. Though. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. the character I don't like. Yeah. So, and that that's the same for me with any type of character that's anywhere near Ross from Friends. Yeah. Ross, any type of character like that, that just makes a fool yeah. of themselves like that. Yeah. I And is, yeah, I cringe and I, I can't even stay in the room sometimes if it's like all just about him. That's so funny. So now we know the, the, the type of character that makes you uh. want to live run from the room the guy that can't get out of his own fucking way just not yes out. how would you describe ross because he's just like the, he's just a schlub i mean yeah that you know they're gonna make weak. a fool yeah yeah no that's all on him uh, oh it drives me crazy i can't handle yeah. watching anything with that type of character and it's like not even that actor you know it's yeah, just no, that not, and the thing is is probably because yeah. the actor did a good job because that's mm-hmm. yeah that's so uh, funny. <laughs> yeah. So for my number six, I have a tie between two love stories that have nothing to do with each other. Yes. First one is Harold and Maude. And I, second one is Clockwork Orange. I had Clockwork Orange, but see, I don't have a little, like your list is much shorter, but I love Clockwork Orange. <laughs> yeah. Not a love story, but 
I, I was, I had it, I've got them rated and I'm like, shit, I want Harold Mott in there, but I don't really have him as my top 10 for real. But if you yeah. haven't seen it, that's like, was the early seventies. Oh fuck. What was his name? And what was her name? Anyway, young kid who's probably in his teens and, uh, not Cloris Leachman. Who the fuck was it? Old lady. Yeah. Fall in love. And it's just, I don't know. And then Clockwork Orange is one of the few movies that I think was better than the book. Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever read a book. I know oh. that I love the movie. Yeah. The first time I read the book, I hated it because it was all, you know, because he makes up his own language in there in a way or slang. Yeah. And then I watched the movie and then read it again and enjoyed it a lot more. But Clockwork Orange is just fucked up. So if, yeah, uh, you know, and it kind of, that'll be a nice one to teach the kid. Hey, sometimes the bad guy wins. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Because it does bother me when he's like, well, because he's going to lose because he's the bad guy, right? I'm like, well, not always, buddy. <laughs> yes. I, I guess it's more disturbing on Olivia's side that she was two times now with in Infinity War. She's the only kid I know that was like, yay, the villain won at ah. the end of that one. <laughs> disturbing and then same thing with these friggin' harry potter ones with it she she just like loves bellatrix and is just mm. like mad when she and like she uh she's killing like main character she's like yeah. yes like that's creepy man like <laughs> i didn't like them anyway yeah they deserve it they need to, oh. yeah. <laughs> like that's not cool man what's your six yeah. well for a love story ones eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Yeah. I freaking love that movie. Like, I don't think I appreciated it as much as I should have. I've watched it again in the yeah. last couple times. Like, I've watched it maybe like four times. The first time I saw it, I don't think I appreciated it as much. I remember liking it. But yeah. each time I've watched it since, I've been like, man, this is so good. And I, the character that Kate Winslet, yeah. like, I'm in love with the character. Like, she's so good in that movie. Sure. And, and it's such a great, subtle <laughs> idea you know well, we're really well Terry started to be serious right yeah that was like yeah. one of the first ones i think maybe that's what i had going into it like well this wasn't jim carrey or totally yeah you're expecting yeah. more and the way they did the ads for it and then the other one which is another one when i first saw it i liked it but i liked the comic books more but i've watched it a couple more times and every time i love it again is scott pilgrim I okay. really love that I movie. Into that, but, yeah, um, and the first time I watched it, I was like, "Eh," because I really love the the graphic how old novels. The kids have to be to get into that. Oh, for Scott Pilgrim, that one's probably sooner than Eternal Sunshine. I kind of feel like Eternal Sunshine. You got to be in high school to understand sure. more. And Scott Pilgrim, maybe I could see Oli. He probably gonna be more like eleven or twelve to really get because there's lots of relationship stuff. There's sure. not over the top, but so it can't be when they're still ooh, girls are icky. Yeah, right now, yeah, these are definitely not ones that are now. For Oli, I think Scott Pilgrim when she's like eleven or twelve might be all right. Eternal Sunshine's probably a lot older to really understand what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, let's see my number five. I have a couple of sports ones. Well, one of them, it's more of an honorable mention, mainly just because of the memories of it. The Longest Yard. Oh, my God. I remember that on TV. That was the a fun Burt one. Reynolds the original one. Not, one. The, not the fucking turd they made with the yeah. Waterboy kid. What's his yeah. I don't know. Burt Reynolds. It's just. Iconic. It yeah. Is. Yeah. But I don't think it really belongs in my top 10. But yeah. what it does would be Bull Durham. Oh, I don't even remember that one. Oh, dude. Yeah. 
I honestly think it's the best baseball movie ever. And ever, other people will say The Natural or Field of Dreams. And now I think this one for sure. You know, it's just a washed up catcher that's just trying to make his make a living. Wow. I don't know. And I chose it over Major League, which actually opened my eyes up into baseball because I hated baseball growing up. Oh. And then I remember seeing Major League and thinking, well, any team that's cool enough to let someone talk shit to them like this. Yeah. I, there's got to be some, you know, there's this much humor in the game. Let's go. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And thanks to my buddy, Bill, for keeping my interest up in baseball, because that hooked me as a Bull Durham. Awesome, man. When Oli's really older, you know, because she's, you know, she's got to get to a point where she re- is able to read a lot better and more probably i'd say a few more a couple more a few more years some of these a lot older mm-hmm. but between um fellini mm-hmm. la strada knights of Kiberia, she's got to be an adult yeah and then dolce vita and then kurosawa like yojimbo seven mm-hmm. samurai i want to get her sure. into where i i'm shocked how many people i run into who are like oh wait is it subtitled? I don't want to watch it. And I'm like, I oh, you what? That. What? I, I do that. not want Oli to. Yeah, I do not. Want, I'll, I don't that will kill me. Fuck I don't want to read a movie. Yeah. And they want to hear it dubbed with like terrible voices Mm-mm. and not hear the original delivery. And that drives me nuts. So that's the main thing with those. And then they're just ones that like, they're not even ones that I've watched more than like some of these. I've I probably watched Seven Samurai and Yojimbo a bunch of times, but like La Strada and Knights of Kibir, I probably watched them twice. And those are the ones but, that Star Wars based on, kind of right, and some of the old spaghetti westerns. The Kurosawa ones, I think it's the Hidden Fortress. Okay. That one's based on these ones are the ones that the uh, Magnificent Seven is based off of Seven mm-hmm. Samurai, and then the early um, Clint Eastwood movies like Fistful yep. of Dollars and stuff. They're based off of Yojimbo. Got it. And then some of the stuff, like you watch the beginning of Seven Samurai and you're like, there's the intro to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Like some of the scenes and some of the direction, you'll see how it's influenced like the greatest directors. George Lucas didn't come up with independent ideas. Well, and here's (laughs) the thing. People, people will put down that. But what I look at it is like what he did, though, is he was inspired by those things. And he at least those first few movies he put together a team of people and put together like such a world that, you know, even though later somehow he lost that gift, like I still can't get over how many were like, you know, Han Solo and Chewbacca and Darth Vader, like what a gift for names, you know? And I agree. He just got so into perfecting it. I'm like, dude, it's like the, yeah that you see that go crazy with plastic surgery. Yeah. That you don't even look human anymore. Stop it. Please stop. It's Yeah. And it was like a, like Meg Ryan. Beautiful yeah. girl and she fucked yeah. herself up. She looks like the Joker. And <laughs> dang it. I just that's that to me that's Star Wars with George Lucas cuz he just kept oh, oh, now you can watch a Tauntaun walk or whatever. It's like who gives a fuck? Yeah. Give me a good yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for sure. They lost track of it. And that that's one of the things where I try to, where I look at people like different ones that have done great things. And you're like, there's a, there should be a separate award for the ones that were able to finish it off without losing it. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's where, that's where I really like, I come in. I, I know you get tired of Harry Potter, but mm-hmm. the, the idea <laughs> that she finished those books and was having the movies come out like the pressure of that when you see like sure. game of thrones and he hasn't been able to 
move on those books. Like I can't imagine what the pressure is to do that. So to still do it and not just make kind of like where we look at, you know, the return of the Jedi or the, or those other three movies where you're like, Oh my God, like what happened? You know, really don't have any problems with Harry Potter. I think anything that gets kids reading is a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. there is there is a limit. <laughs> well, that is my mo is to get into into stuff that's so much that it's annoying jar, to everybody. Yeah, that's a buck yeah. for the jar. A buck well spent. <laughs> Let's see, my number four. I think everyone needs to see this movie. It's a uh, snatch. Oh, see, I haven't watched that. I watched it one time, so <gasps> now I got to go watch it again. Yeah, it's yeah. a Guy Ritchie movie. Brad Pitt was in it as well as uh, a bunch of it's all British. And if you can watch it with just the subtitles for Brad Pitt, because he plays a pikey, which they he you just can't understand a fucking word he says. <laughs> and uh, when you see a subtitles, it's just hilarious. But just the story, it, it's just a fun story. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a guy's movie. I can't without giving stuff away. I just go see Snatch. Do yourself a favor. I think it's one of the best movies out there. That's and, awesome. And it was, I think that was the follow-up to Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which I didn't like as much. Yeah. Even though it's a lot of the same stuff. But anyway, your turn, number four. I mean, I have some from like more that when we were kids that mm-hmm. I really still love. And I, the original Road Warrior. Like yeah, that yeah, freaking yeah. movie. I freaking love that movie. Now, was that Mad Max or Mad Max was after the Road Warrior? Mad Max was first. Okay. That's the really low budget one. That's still yeah. really good. Road Warriors, the second one, then Thunderdome sucked. I didn't yeah. like Thunderdome, but Road Warriors, the the fun one, I think, where it's just got the craziest characters, the really killer action scenes, and you know, another setup that's totally like the old Clint Eastwoods and the old uh, Kurosawas. Mm-hmm. It's the anti-hero yeah. that ends up having to, you know, kind of be a hero, but still, you know, they're still questionable yep. overall. And then another '80s one. It's Ferris Bueller. I love Ferris Bueller. That, <laughs> that was one. on my list, yeah. God, that's, I mean, that one's just got such stuff that I can't realize so many times that I'm just like, oh my God, I'm just quoting from that, you know? Or it's just so many things that are just like stuck in your head forever. Like, mm-hmm. she's just going to keep calling me and calling yep. me and, you know, all that stuff just pops in my head. So that one I really think is a fun one to watch with her. Totally. Shit, you just reminded me of two that I forgot about. They're not on my list. I mean, not on the yeah. official. They don't. So these are uh, asterisks, I guess. Okay, so you're talking about the original Mad Max. Yes. And that made me think of Evil Dead 1 and 2. Yes, those are great. And uh, it's the same movie, just with a better budget for two, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You're right, yeah. And then just to get him into the Bruce Campbell stuff, you know, you got Bubba Hotep and all that other stuff. He was <laughs> yeah, fun dude. I didn't like Army of Darkness as much. But then also yeah. in the same vein, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. That is one <laughs> That's of a my great movie. favorites. Going into number three. Now these are like no big surprises. Fight Club. Fight Club's a great one. Yeah, that's a great movie. And I want him to read the book as well, because they definitely take liberties in the movie that were not in the book. Yeah. But both are important. When I was looking, I remember a while back, I was looking at a lot of favorite movies, and Brad Pitt seemed to be in a lot of them. So my wife thinks I'm gay for Brad Pitt now. <laughs> what do you got for three? This one we've all, I already had watched with her, but I did at one point specifically want to get her into A Hard Day's Night for the Beatles. Yeah. But yep. now she's seen... 
that one and you know all of them the uh, yellow submarine and help but but hard day's night i love that movie i think it's a, a great one and it's kind of a callback because they were really into the marx brothers and when they had talked to this director when they did it they had kind of mentioned that feel mm-hmm. you know so it's kind of cool that she's already got into that i think it kind of helped with me getting her into you know harpo and yep. and all that stuff then out of like there's a lot of like some older movies I'd like to, her to watch. There's one that always sticks out to me. That's like one of my favorites. That I feel like is like a perfect movie is the third man. And that one's with God. What's his name? Orson Welles. Okay. I think he, I don't even think, I don't know if he's, he might be the director on it, but he's in it. And that's another one where it's like, it's got a great twists in it. It's mm-hmm. got the direction. It's got another man uh, or like another, like, Sometimes I I will also rank movies with like, you know, the like when a character like appears, you know, and it has one of the great, you know, first appearances of a character in it, too. Same way as like, you know, Raiders of Lost Ark is where it's like when he appears, like that's one of the great appearances in a movie or reveals of the main character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's one. And then like Maltese Falcon, that one's kind of one where. I have a list of ones that are kind of off of my brother sure. that I think is important for Uncle Doug's movies that I like too, but that I want her to be able to see. And that's another one that I think is is a, almost a perfect movie with yeah. the different characters and people in it. That makes me think of like 12 Angry Men. I haven't seen that one. And that one I've heard is great. Is yeah. it great? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's pretty much people have a jury deliberating stuff and remember Amy Schumer did a spoof, a spoof on it on her show when she had it and ah. the 12 angry men, the guys, and they actually filmed it in black and white and everything. Yeah. They were deciding if she was hot enough to have a show. <laughs> like, would you do her? No, I wouldn't do her. And there was like one guy. I was like, I would do her. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> I think she's fuckable. And then there's like, Oh, and then they're like talking each other in into it and out of it. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. And I think that was like the whole episode. Cause usually it was like a skit thing. Yeah. The whole episode, that thing. But, um, and they yeah. had um, uh, Jeff Goldblum and Paul Giamatti. Was yeah. In, oh uh, my God. I got to see this. Yeah. That sounds great. So, anyway. But yeah, I mean, that's one of the ones I should have on this list. Yeah. I don't know. Then for like two and one, I had a tie. Yeah. And I'm sure they're on all of them, but I, it's up between Godfather one and two, which I'm going to treat as one movie. Yeah. And I had those in here. I yeah. love, yeah, that's must see. And not even admit there's a third movie. Yeah. And for one, I had Shawshank Redemption. Ah, that's a great movie. Yeah. That to me, like, it's one of those things that's always on. And every time I see it, it's like, oh, I guess I'm not doing shit this afternoon. Yes. <laughs> yes. got to watch this because the good guys are so good. The bad guys are so bad. And was, yeah so yeah that's a great one and i just god that made me think of one that when you talk about anytime it's on you have to watch it is the green mile that's another yeah. one for me i can't not watch that one i love not, that movie. not so much for me but yeah yeah it's still good i mean stephen king wrote the premise for both of those yeah which is a trip i'm surprised we don't have any stephen king movies on here yeah they're all oh, no, over I the did. place the shining never mind oh okay so what was your number one of all there is no number one. And the number one was Holy Grail, probably okay. the new ones I want to show of nowadays. But I think all I have left is kind of extra ones that I'd like her to see. There's one called The Ghost and Mrs. Muir. 
Mm-hmm. That's an old movie that's I freaking love it. And what I really like about it is it's got Olivia de Havilland in it. Okay. And when we came up with Oli's name, ah. like we both had two different ideas of what uh, for me, Olivia meant, okay, it's Olivia de Havilland. Like it's kind of sure. off of the old movies. And Melissa had this kind of fashion lady okay. that she thought, you know, oh, I like it. So we both liked it for different reasons, but mm-hmm. I liked it. And it, it's just a great movie. And it's got George Saunders in it, who did the yeah. voice of Shere Khan. And he's such a, when he's in those movies, he's in Rebecca too. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Does he play the guy that you're just like, Oh, he's the worst ever. You know, the slimiest in this one, he's Mm -hmm. this guy who writes like children's books that are supposed to be like uncle Wiggly or something. Mm -hmm. He's a, he's, he's just a nightmare and it makes it so good, but it's a love story between her and this ghost, the guy that inhabits the place in, uh, yeah, that's one I'd like to watch with her. No Country for Old Men was on here because I always think that's like another yeah. great that's one. another one I couldn't get into. Really? See, that one, I really liked the, the pacing of that one. Well, I also hate the guy. Cormac McCarthy wrote that, right? I don't know. I don't know. I just, he did uh, Blood Meridian. It's like oh. one of the few books I just, I like got through like three quarters of the way. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I fucking hate yeah. it. And I know it's highly regarded, but it was just pointless to me. Maybe if I kept reading another 10 pages, I would have got it, but maybe not. Yeah. Recently, here's the last one to end on. I had wanted her to get into Jesus Christ Superstar. Because yeah. <laughs> I loved it so much as a kid. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, dude, all I had to do is just playing a couple songs to her. It's, it's even as you're playing them, you're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're like <laughs> i'm sorry i can see how you you're not gonna like this yeah. you know and i'm like i guess i just saw it at the perfect time yeah. when i was a kid and really like i love it playing it for her i'm like yeah this isn't hamilton <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> this isn't and again and she's I just like i, I don't want to hear single. this <laughs> damn it Hey, hot 25-year-old, you want to watch <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar with me? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, that is an interesting question to which there are many, many answers. There are, I would draw the question. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, fuck. The worst well, is coming in here and just probably looking around and going, oh, that's awesome. You put your daughter's like toys out oh those are hers <laughs> yeah she, she can't play with those <laughs> oh creepy they got her dolls up uh those aren't dolls those are action figures <laughs> oh, the sound you hear is a vagina drying up <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's hella uh, funny man well, thank you for indulging us the past two episodes uh we've been wanting to just take a break from being dads and just even though with our kids in mind just fucking throw, spew some bullshit out well and it's to me it's like everyone's got these plans you know of things you want and some things will work or not but there's certain things you want them to because i know like we talked about last week there's certain things like say with my brother I remember like that's one of the things I want her to watch kind of with him is the universal monsters. Like yeah. he would, he loves them so much. He got me to watch, you know, Bella Lugosi as Dracula yeah. and the original, all the Frankensteins. And he got her to watch Abbe and Costello meets yeah, Frankenstein yeah. and she loved it. Yeah. So stuff like that. I mean, these are the things that we hope when they're older, 
and we're dead they'll remember <laughs> yeah i mean you that's know? the weird thing because i was like you know because i got that folder on my desktop saying when i die and no i'm not dying as far as i know yeah but you know when the time comes you're not going to remember all this shit so jot these yeah. notes down. you know i have like little things here and there yeah um, and it's weird it does feel weird putting that shit down and then i know he's gonna look back and go wow this sucks uh, <laughs> <laughs> or some of it where she's gonna be like yeah uh, your grandfather liked Jesus Christ Superstar. The ha ha ha. God. He liked uh, it, Mark, you know. Or hopefully she'll be defending the Marx Brothers. Or yeah, you never know. Either way, yeah. but that would be nice if she yeah. really liked them. Or you know, I know she likes Harpo because she'll copy the the scene from Horse Feathers. Is what I taught her when she was little, where it's like where Chico tells them to get tough with each the guys and he does the the face where he like crosses his eyes and goes like <laughs> so only will do that sometimes and then finally he's like get tough with him now get tough with the other guy he's like now get tough with both of them and then at the end he's like <laughs> and then he just sort of smiles and puts his tongue out and like like taps him like a yeah. little slap bink, bink, and then they just smash him yeah. <laughs> like i love it you never know some like 125 year old lady might me too zeppo Say he touched me when I was a little girl, uh, oh, and then the uh, Marx Brothers will be. <laughs> oh, then you can't like, yeah, yeah, don't like them anymore. Yeah, anyway, if you disagree, email us the state of dads at gmail.com and uh, subscribe. Our shows come out every Sunday, it'll help our numbers, and uh, it'll just pop right up in your phone or whatever the heck you listen to us on. And if you want a uh, drawing of Zeppo uh, molesting an older woman. <laughs> Uh, who would you write to? <laughs> you would write to Mike Gray at Pencil for Hire. <laughs> Go to Pencil, F-O-R, Hire on Instagram or PencilforHire.com. <laughs> Now's the perfect time since we got some downtime. Get I Have Mongombo, graphic novel by Doug Gray. Link yes. is in the show notes. I guarantee you'll like it. Or yes. else the show is free. Get my side project, uh, Gag on This. It's run by Big Nick. We interview local comics and have a great time doing it. Uh, we've been doing it on Zoom, so we don't have a live audience at the moment because of the coronavirus. Uh, next guest is going to be David Thorne, local comic, hilarious dude, and friend of the show. He's been around for a while. Yeah, and now it's already in my head that I wonder what's inside your butthole song. It's never going to leave my head. So I'm tempted to play it out here, but I won't do that to you guys. So we will talk to you guys next week. See you next week. Bye. The thing I want to say is, thank you all for coming. Bye-bye. I wonder what's inside your butthole. I wonder what's inside your butthole. Maybe there's astronauts. Maybe there's aliens. Oh.